Welcome to Reality of the Rose with your host, Natalie Sprink. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 117 of Reality of the Rose. I'm your host, Natalie Sprink. Well, I'm delivering today with what I promised. I kept talking about having a co-host to break down Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise with you. And so um, today, like I said, I'm delivering. Um, Today I'm having Miranda co-host with me. I have had her co-host with me before. She is my amazing hairdresser, um, but she also watches all of the reality TV that I do. And so we don't stop talking whenever I'm there with her and she's making my hair look amazing, which she just helped me go darker, which I which I absolutely love. So thank you, Miranda. But um, anyway, she is recapping with me today and um, it goes very well. And it's so much more fun to hear someone else's perspective as well and go back and forth talking about it. So um, join me, won't you, for my recap with Miranda. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? I am really good. How are you? Great. Just took a sip of my warmed up coffee. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm definitely going to need a little extra coffee this morning. We have so much to talk about. I know. We really do. But first, how is, how's your weekend been? It has been amazing. I have been baking, cleaning, everything. I've actually, it's been amazing. Really? What, yeah. What, what are you baking? Um, bread. And then I just did some no bake cookies. And then in a little bit, I'm going to be making, um, they're called melt in your mouth sugar cookies. Yum. They're all recipes for my mother-in-law and they're super good. Yum. Sugar cookies, I think are, are one of my favorite cookies. I think so too. And they, they're just not overly sweet. Nice. I love that. I'm not baking. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm not baking, but I got a new tattoo this weekend. No way. What is yeah. it? So when my kids were little, I always sang them, um, you are my sunshine whenever they were little and I put them to bed. Yeah. That was my, and so I, so me and Allie got tattoos when I was out to New York to see her last and I got the phrase, um, I don't know if I showed you, I probably didn't last time I was there, but I got the phrase of that song. You make me happy when skies are gray tattooed with her but I had her right in her handwriting the you make me happy and then Tyler's handwriding when skies are gray and had that tattooed yeah and then and then I drew a sun like with my obviously just me and then she had that tattooed on her arm and so on Friday Tyler and I went to Appleton and got the same sun tattooed uh, you know, on each of us. So the oh three of God. us have this sun. Yeah. That is so, so cool. Yeah. So it was, we had kind of an interesting experience with our tattoo artist, but it, it was, <laughs> at least he did a good job. He was not the kindest man in the world, but I, it was a little bit intimidating, but that's okay. That's what I'm but, scared of. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? No, I have like ideas and plans to, um, but I'm just like, I'm also so scared. So the, like I want my first pain? one or yeah. what are you scared of? Yeah, oh, don't yeah. be scared. I'm just don't be I'm scared. Such a baby. No, you'll be fine. I, I know because this was Tyler's first. He also got another one. He also got his 
confirmation Bible verse in Roman numerals um, tattooed on his arm too. So he got two actually, but he was, I mean, I think that's everybody's first fear. And I actually think that's good because in my opinion, especially if you're not getting a very big one, now, if you're getting like a back tattoo, which I'm totally (laughs) sure that's what you're doing. (laughs) Just kidding. I, Um, yeah, I want like just on my chest, I want my first one to be like a moon. Okay. Just like right underneath my like collarbones or something. Because, um, you know, I had a, a kitty named Moon at one point. So I wanted to represent her. Aww. And then the next one I wanted is like a big piece. And that like really scares me because it would be on like my leg, like on my thigh. Okay. And it's like very specific. It would be like a little kitty. Um, and I have a million kitties. So that's why also. Aww. But I want the kitty to be curled up like it's sleeping, and then I want its rib cage exposed, and I want new life coming out of it to like represent the circle of life. Wow, you are very artistic. Like I have had that envisioned for the longest time, but I just I don't know if I could like sit there and not kick whoever's like tattooing me. Well, and I can't <laughs> speak for the bigger ones because all I have is like smaller ones. And what I was going to say is that I always think that, or I thought, because that was obviously, I think everyone's biggest fear going into tattoos, the pain. And my first one, I mean, again, was very small, but I think you have such a horrible pain in mind that when you're having it done, you're like, oh, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. However, what part of your leg do you want it on? My just like the top part of my thigh. Okay. And, and kind I don't... of going like into the kind of like hip area, like in that section. Gotcha. And and I know there's different parts of the body that hurt more than others. So yeah. I don't I have I don't know how that one hurts, but you should do it though. That sounds so cool. I one day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay. next time we recap. We're okay. having an appointment booked or something. Okay. <laughs> Here's my push to make you go do it. Go do it. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, let's get into this. Now, you have been watching both seasons, or have you were you not real caught up to date on on Bachelor in Paradise? I was not. I am binging it though, and I just I'm going to be honest, not a single person is there currently that I like. Yeah. So okay. I think that's why it's so hard for me because I don't know. It's just so dramatic. And I think why is because I'm getting so much authenticity from The Golden Bachelor. And then the show after just seems like so fake, so scripted. I don't know. It like is messing with me. No, it's so true. And I've said this a hundred times on the podcast before that I think it's to the detriment of Bachelor in Paradise that it immediately follows Golden Bachelor. Yeah, because, because it, it's so good. <laughs> it, it is so good, but it's like, it's and maybe it is. Maybe the producers um, of Bachelor in Paradise, because I, I think these filmed, I don't know exactly concurrently, but I think they were at least overlapped, like at the same time. And so it definitely has a like 1 million percent different feel from each other. Like Mm -hmm. you don't even feel like they're the same creators or anything. No, Isn't it crazy? It's weird. I am like loving the golden bachelor. Well, let's get, let's jump into that one first then. So, so first I want to know if you have, and I'm not going to go like frame by frame. I just want to talk about it in general and some things, just some different things. So what, um, 
who do you, first of all, think now that we're down to, which also first interesting thing that they started was that they're only having three hometowns instead of four. Yeah. I wonder why. Why do you think? I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's because they are starting to realize like this is really taking a toll on him and maybe they're wanting to like speed up the process or if it's a family thing, maybe, you know, not everybody is able, I don't know, to have their family come out, but I I was kind of thinking it was to speed up the process for him. Well, that could be, and yeah, you're right. And it also might be just because maybe maybe he two things maybe he just and I hate to like say because his age they have to be easy on him but but maybe you're right like maybe they don't want him to travel like four times and maybe he was pretty sure too just that he could narrow it down to three and they not have to do four just for the sake of the show always doing four yeah that's true I never thought of that angle because I thought that was interesting, but it was funny, not really funny to me, but it was interesting to me whenever they, when Jesse came in to announce that, because I always wondered, like, how many of these women actually watched The Bachelor or how many did not, you know, or were just yeah. vaguely familiar with it. But it did seem like when he came in to, like, tell them it was only going to be three, they all were kind of like, oh, like, like they knew that there were supposed to be four. And then there was only three, you know, of course, I guess once, I guess once you know that you're going to be on the show, you probably, even if you haven't watched it, you probably research it or have people tell you like how it goes down. I'm pretty sure Ellen was one of them that was a frequent bachelor and bachelorette fan. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. Cause I, I remember like something about roses or something and she would comment like, Oh, that's what this means. Or and would like tell the girls. I think that was Ellen. I think it was too. Now that you say that, there was one that always did do that, and I, I think you're right. What do you like? Do you like? How do you... wasn't it? Wasn't it her and Ramona that used to watch it together or something? Was she the one? Was that the one that had the the friend that uh, died of cancer? Yes, I'm pretty sure. And that's and they watched it together. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think right. that's right. Yeah. Oh gosh, and watch, I'm quoting the whole wrong person. (laughs) I don't think it matters. I'll be honest, this is terrible, but like uh, it took me longer than normal to get, to get the women straight and their names for some reason. Really? I felt like it was opposite to me because I was just engulfed by them immediately. God, me too. But for some time, for some reason, their names, I would get like when Edith was on, I kept getting Edith and Ellen because they both had like long, like gray blonde hair and I don't know yeah. for some reason unless they really stood out with like Teresa she has a specific look like I've always said on my podcast too I don't know if you watch Young and the Restless but she looks like a character on Young and the Restless like identical okay. she even acts like her so for some reason her I always remembered her name and then Susan who looks like Chris Jenner yeah um, I, I always Susan. knew I love her love her You know, I made a note to myself when I was watching this that I would not be mad if they made her the Golden Bachelorette. I would love to see that. She seems just like such a genuine but fun person. Totally. Like, I would want to hang out with her. Totally. That's exactly (laughs) me. I would. There's not one time where she hasn't just been like, 
like she's totally endearing yeah yeah absolutely beautiful person just was helpful to everybody just made everybody feel so welcome but and you could tell it was genuine totally and she was always the first at least that's what we saw but she was always the first person like when someone got a one-on-one day or whatever she was like genuinely happy for them like no iota of jealousy it didn't seem like yeah I loved her yeah, I do too. I really liked her. I really would. I hope, and I'm assuming they'll have a golden bachelorette after the ratings that this show is giving them. I assume that they will do that. I think they're crazy yeah. if they don't. And I, yeah, cause I would tune in immediately. Totally. And I wonder, but I've heard this angle from other podcasts, two things about a golden bachelorette. One, I don't know how you feel, but typically like it's more fun. I feel like to watch the bachelor because I think women are better TV. So when you have a whole group of women to watch, it's better than a whole group of men. Yeah. That makes sense. And so I'm wondering if it wouldn't be the same with a golden bachelorette. However, if you're talking about a bunch of 60 and 70 year old men, it may be, it may be entertaining. entertaining. I think they would, you know, some might struggle and bring up the past too much and make for like comedy or, you know, comic relief or, true yeah I would just I would love a big range of personalities if they do that I want weird ones I want quirky ones I want overly serious yes totally which I think I think I wonder whether they have a stance of like well let's just see how the golden bachelor is and then we'll see if we do a golden bachelorette you know because a lot of times at this point in the show they like if on the regular show they have already have in mind who they're going to have as like say the next um bachelorette you know pick based on the women so i'm curious if they're doing that now and you know already have somebody in mind like if we'll find out soon if that's going to yeah. be the case i that really, would be hope really so. cool um so wh- i want to know cuz you're you're of a different generation I have said on the podcast how I, for me, being 52, I love watching it from the angle of how um, it makes me feel almost like good about getting older because there's so many areas of life that, you know, you it like, especially for women that causes you to be scared about getting old, whether it be, especially when I say, especially women, I mean, because of looks or because of, you know, like wrinkles or how your body looks or just whatever. And like this show honestly has made me like embrace that age because it's like showing these women, like they, they can't, their age doesn't matter. Like they are having fun and they're being goofy and they're, you know, like, um, but yet they're doing that, but yet they're so mature and embrace each other. And they're so like pro woman and pro each other. And they're not like self-conscious for the most part or anything. And it just like it, but I didn't know if that I was looking at it that way because of my age, it's just such a cool yeah. angle to watch it from. How is it for like you and the age you are? Cause you're what? 20. I'm 27. 27. So tell me your feelings about like the age part of this. 
I honestly, like, I think the reason I like this so much better is because I think so many people can really relate to it no matter what age you are, but they're to the point where they're done being self-conscious. They're tired. They just want (laughs) to be loved and they want to love. And like so many of us are too caught up in being self-conscious and trying to be so perfect that we forget what we're there for. And like, so what they're there for is for Gary. They're being so genuine. And I just like, it's so real to me because they're done with that. Like they just don't care anymore. Yes. Does that make sense? I just think like it draws me in so much more because I don't really see that in the younger. And uh, this is a broad spectrum of that, but just like younger generation, because we're all so caught up in trying to not upset anybody say the wrong thing or phrase something wrong and get canceled and I feel like it got so scary for people that they aren't genuine anymore in what they say it's so true yeah that's a that's a good way of looking at it and I completely agree with that um and I'll I'll play off of that with with what you said that like there was even a couple instances on this episode where things like for instance, when Leslie had that conversation with Jerry um, about how she was just like, she got upset and was crying because of the men that she's dated have cheated on her. And that this was kind of like a triggering experience for her because like, he's not cheating on her, so to speak, but yet it kind of feels that way. Yeah. Of, you and know? I'm, I'm sure it's heartbreaking for herself because she put herself in that situation but I don't think she understood that it would feel that way and it would trigger her. Exactly. I felt like that was such a real emotion for her to feel. Exactly. And I love that she was honest about it. I was too. And I feel like on like, you know, the regular seasons, not, not that someone wasn't really, wouldn't really have that genuine emotion, but like you really felt that she had that emotion sometimes on the regular ones with younger women. I don't know if it's that you don't take this seriously because you're like, oh, what did you? And and again, not to say that being cheated on once or, you know, 15 times is one is better than the other. But you feel like, oh, my gosh, you have your whole life ahead of you. You're so young. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It probably was. And again, I probably was with Leslie, too, maybe just boyfriends that cheated on her. But it just felt like she was reaching. So Leslie was reaching so deep with that feeling and that trigger and like her tears were so real and you just yeah it was choking me up like I was really emotional I've been emotional this whole season because like no matter how old you are as a woman nobody wants to feel like that right and when you see the raw emotion it brings out emotions within yourself that are either triggering or memories and then it's it becomes real to you these are real people right like at the end of the day somebody is either staying and finding the love of their life or getting sent home and they're getting rejected on television. Like, right. That is so scary. But sometimes, but sometimes I feel like they're not even aware that they're on TV. Like I almost feel like they like legit are having these conversations (laughs) and they're completely oblivious to the fact that there's cameras in front of their face because I think that's the generational thing I do too and I and the the same goes for Gary my word I want to marry (laughs) Gary he was so cute he articulates himself so so good like every time I watch 
like, again, just comparing it to the regular bachelor, every time he's about to, like, he comes into a room to talk to the women, every time he's about to present a rose on a group J, every time he's at the rose ceremony before he talks, like every other show, I feel like the bachelors always say the same canned things like, oh, this has been a rough week, but you know, I, I know that my heart is going to lead me to the right woman. And it just seems like all canned stuff. Everything Gary says is different every show. And it's yeah. so authentic and meaningful. Like you're like, oh, Gary. <laughs> you know? And you can tell he sees each one of those women yeah. as individuals and they're people. And he genuinely cares for them. I and it just, yeah, it makes I, me swoon every time. Let's see. <laughs> He's he, so sweet. He made a comment. Let me see. I made a note of it. He made a comment when they were, um, let me see, let me find it. Oh, okay. Whenever it was the group date and all the women came running in to like greet him at the, um, at the, where would Santa Monica pier? He specifically Mm -hmm. tells them, he like looks at them and he says, um, you all have your special style and I see it now let's go bring out our inner child. I was like, yeah. Oh my God. What? that you know what yeah. I mean and like it and had to make each of them feel like special like he was talking to the, I mean I just love him just love yeah. him and I just think like I he was married for so long he must have been such a great husband he obviously had such a great wife and I like every time these women express their feelings to him he genuinely tells them I am so deeply touched by your words yes like, and he doesn't disvalue if they say something that he might not be ready for he still makes them feel seen and heard and loved without even saying it. Totally. He definitely is the best listener and, and has the perfect responses to no matter what they say, no matter how shallow or deep what they're saying is, he makes them feel like they're the literally the most important person in that moment. And I think they really are to him in that moment, Yeah, you know? Oh, absolutely. And also he, like he said this at before one's rose ceremony um and i can't remember which one doesn't matter but he said something like i i think of you all as friends if nothing else i think of you all as friends and i loved that statement because um i have heard on like again on like past on past um podcasts and lists like nick viola uh i think is really the one of how you he explained like as the bachelor um you very often know from very early on which person you're going to pick and that you kind of have to put on this front that you're like falling in love with all these women but like what he acknowledged and that what i don't i don't feel like people really think of when they are watching the bachelor is that is that specific thing, even if he is not making connections, like, like romantic connections to be like their wife, he is kind of forming friendships with any of them are, but, but by Gary saying that out loud, like made so much sense. Like, even if I'm not like spending time with you because I think you're the love of my life, I love spending time with you because you're such an amazing woman and I love you as a friend. And that was like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And you could definitely see him genuinely being friends with them. Totally. Like, totally. Like, especially he and Susan, because I never did really oh think gosh, they had like say. a romantic connection. <laughs> I think yeah. they could be like absolute best friends. Let's see. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Also, I, I love Sandra too. 
Yeah. Oh. First of all, she's 75 and she looks like she's 55. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love her. And she was so, let's see, she was, what did she say? She was the one, first of all, that was joking about not being able to climb up into the um, bunk beds because she had two knee replacements, which I thought was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And she was also the one that that. she was eating the ice cream when they had that, like, um, never have I ever, which that was hilarious last, last week. Super fun. Well, yeah, that amazing. See, yeah, that's the other was, thing yeah. I I would appreciate it is that they were having a never have I ever about the topics that they were talking about and their older women. It wasn't it wasn't never have I ever knitted or never have I ever yeah. you know like these boring <laughs> things. They were actually like fun, like sexual things. Even you know, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was like a genuine game and they're like giggling and I'm like giggling with them. Like you so much fun. Speaking of that, because okay, in that never have I ever, I'm totally jumping around, but in that never have I ever, um, their last question was, Have you ever been with a woman? And Susan was the one that like had been. And I don't know if you noticed, but at the at the, you know how at the very end of the show, they come back and they show like a little blooper, like a little funny thing. And on this episode, they had all the women sitting there and it was like right before they were going to go into the rose ceremony and they all hugged. Did you, did you catch this part? Yeah. So they got into a group hug. I, I rewound it five times and I could not hear what she said, but they all got in a group hug and... Susan says, um, as they were hugging, she goes, okay. Cause they all had like low, low cleavage bearing kind of dresses on. And she was like, okay, stay out of my boobs. And then Ellen made some kind of comment and they all laughed really hard. And she was like, I, sorry, I couldn't resist. Did you happen to what it was? Yeah. yeah she was making a sound like she was motorboating somebody. Ah! Okay. Yeah, because she was like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. That, no wonder I couldn't understand it. I was trying to make out what she was saying, but she wasn't saying anything. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like, that kind of stuff. I just <laughs> think the they... sound. Uh, what's that? I wasn't sure who had made that sound. I think it was Ellen. I'm fairly oh certain it God. was Ellen. But, okay, that makes so much sense. I thought that was so funny, though, because you could see them all, like, dying laughing. I just feel like they're all... You know, I know that all the women make on any season make really like close friendships with the other women, but I, I either, either they just don't show that stuff enough or these women made better friends. Cause I truly felt like these women, like literally are going to leave best friends with each other. Yeah. You know, for sure. I wish they would show more of that in like a regular season because I don't feel like we see enough. We see so much of like the drama and the petty, the pettiness between the women. I don't think we, I would rather see those funny things like how the women are bonding. Right. Yeah. If they had by chance found like a couple of nice things for Kathy, I would have preferred to see that because she got a lot of screen time and, I really don't think any of it was very kind. No, it wasn't very nice, which, which makes me, again, you wonder what she's like, really, like if, if she is that kind of a woman really, or because like, okay, just superficially with what they showed about her, 
I mean, obviously I felt like they were showing it in an, in an edit where she was really like just being petty herself. That was the only pettiness they showed on the entire show is Kathy. Yeah. Right. Because you now, like just from the surface, did you feel like Teresa was oversharing or were you like, okay, Kathy, you're like going overboard. I think Teresa is the only character. I mean, I feel like Kathy is too. I don't think they're very self-aware. Yeah. So I think Teresa just doesn't even know. Like, I think she genuinely thinks she's being nice. Totally. And I don't think, I really don't think she's aware, but I also thought Kathy was just a little too, I don't know, narcissistic about it. Mm -hmm. Like she's aware that, you know, okay, well, I shouldn't, I don't want to hear that. Then don't be around her. Right. But also, you know why you're here and everybody else is going to share. They're allowed to be excited too. Exactly. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Every single girl that says that they had a good time after they all ask if you had a good time, then leave the room. I personally think she was just annoyed by Teresa in general. I I like to think think that I think that Teresa's personality annoyed her and that that's how she took it out. Because remember when Gary gave Susan that uh, crystal, Um, I think it was the last episode and he gave her that crystal in a box or whatever. And she came back to the girls and Kathy was the first one to be like, um, Oh my gosh, what did you get? What is, what's in there? I want to see. So uh, it was like a total, uh, like hypocritical thing to say, because if you don't want to know details, then that should be across the board, but here you're asking. So I feel like maybe, and I could, I'll be, I know this isn't a nice thing to say, but I could kind of see where Teresa might have a tad bit of an irritating personality, probably like she seems really, um, a little bit airheady kind of. Yeah. And so, but she seems like the sweetest lady alive, like that kind of thing. But I feel like that personality maybe annoyed Kathy. Yeah. I don't know. I think she genuinely has no clue. And Kathy has just, yeah, already has a dislike. And the fact that she isn't even aware, but thinks that she's being nice and she genuinely does. And yeah, Kathy is just super triggered for some reason. Super triggered. Um, I made this note to myself. What do you think, how do you think that Gary's family, like specifically grandkids and kids, feel about watching him make out with these women? <laughs> oh, my God. It would be I, so weird I, for me. I, oh, I, I was thinking, I forget, who was, oh, when he was on that date last week with Leslie and they were full on making out in the hot tub. I know. I was like, ah, that, that was a bit hard. I don't know why it shouldn't be that way because grown up like 70 year old people can make out, but I will admit it was a bit weird for me to watch. I, I already, I can't watch those. Like I hate watching people make out on camera. It's true. I don't know. It just grosses me out. I don't want to see. I don't want to see. And, but what is like it emoji? (laughs) That's so, that would be great. I, at least though, with regular bachelor, the camera zooms up so far to their mouths that you literally feel like you're only watching their mouth. At least they didn't do that on this one. Oh my gosh. It would be rough. <laughs> um, what did you think about, for some reason, when Faith got the one-on-one on this episode, 
I, I forgot about her. They haven't really shown her much. And I was like, cause, um, at the last, on the last episode, at the end of the episode, I predicted that Teresa, Ellen and Leslie would go to the final, like would be the final, like say three. And, but I think I totally forgot about Faith. And then she got the one-on-one and I was like, oh yeah. And she's going, but yeah, I love her. And I forgot. I loved her. I, so I kept mixing Faith and Leslie up for some reason. Me too. Me too. Like they both have, I know like one has blue eyes and one has brown eyes, but they both have beautiful eyes. And for some reason, I think it might be the way they do their makeup or something because they do a smokier look. It's really, I don't know. No. I think they're both so beautiful. I think so I, they I, both have I, long, dark hair, too. That's probably, yeah. that's why, I think that's why I was mixing them up because their hair is very similar, too. Oh, you know what? Um, I got to say something about hair, by the way, okay. just as a hairstyle. Please. Those producers, I will send you the picture, but those producers did Teresa real dirty. I don't know if you saw when she was talking, her hair was insane. What was that? It was roller coaster ride. <laughs> but what was she, what 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 why did it look like that? I don't know. They couldn't smooth it down. It like looked, it was so bad. <laughs> it looked like she had like like 50 different ponytails like all I know. What that was so, <laughs> I did notice that. That was weird. I was dying. I was like zooming in on my camera. <laughs> and I was like, I'm taking pictures right now. So I remember to tell Natalie about it because this is crazy. That's hilarious. Oh my God. I told, I totally had forgotten about that. But now that you say it, I did. And I was distracted by it. I, I will say that when she was like talking to whoever, I don't even I know, know what she said. I was just staring at her hair. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. They couldn't like motion to her to like smooth it down. <laughs> Or like, stop filming and be like, okay, Teresa, come here. We have got to fix your hair. (laughs) And she was like the only one. (laughs) God bless her. See, Uh, they're they're playing her into that fool edit where they're making her look like kind of a (laughs) creep. Oh my gosh. Are you, um, let's see. I was, I'm just, I may, oh. Some of the little cute, funny things that I noticed on this episode that I thought were just adorable. So whenever, whenever Faith was on um, the, when they were in the helicopter and like, she was, she said she was scared of heights. And so they, they very much made that apparent, but I thought it was the cutest thing whenever they landed on the boat the different reactions they each had again, they it just was- seemed so authentic. Like, like oh she, she was looking out the window, like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And he was like, like pumping his fists and laughing really hard and being like, Oh my it's- God, this is awesome. <laughs> so hard. He was so funny. You could tell he was like, he completely forgot that they were filming, that yes. they were on a show. That is exactly how like me and my husband would react Exactly. Like, it, was, it was so relatable because that's not like just like a fun little bachelor date. That's like a million dollar. That's a once in a lifetime. I don't know. Date, right? Everything. Like they, they were so into it. It was so fun to watch that. It was so fun to watch that because again, relating back to regular bachelor, 
I feel like when all of these people go on these like extravagant dates, it, I mean, they, I, I know that they feel like they're really lucky and this is cool, but they more make it seem like they're so in love with each other. And like it, like, it's like they're enveloped in each other so much that first of all, you aren't really convinced that that can be the case. Plus they aren't seeming like they're really in awe of where they are and the experience they're having. Whereas these two were. They were like, yeah, they've never experienced something like this before. Like they, they know that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, which again, probably comes from their life experience and knowing yep. like I'm 74 years old and I have never done this before. This is freaking cool. Yeah. It makes you feel like a kid. Yeah. I just thought and that was the cutest reaction. It was so funny. Like he was so pumped. <laughs> he was so pumped. I actually had to rewind that like three times too because I got such a kick out of how excited he was whenever they landed. Oh my I, God. I think that was for sure. Like there was a look that as soon as they got in there that he gave her and I immediately was like, he loves her. Totally. Like he, And he's so scared. <laughs> I know. Because I know. just the way he kept looking over at her, I was like, yep, he's got it bad. Like he really, really likes her. Well, and that, that's another thing with this show is that whenever they talk about um, like uh, several of them have sort of mentioned that about how this is like a scary thing to go through to like tell someone else that they love them and stuff where I feel like they, you know, they can really mean it because either they've been married, like other cases where they've been married for 40 years and their, you know, spouse died and they really haven't told somebody else they love them. Yeah. Like it's such life experiences that that does make this actually a scary thing. Well, you know? and these people, you know, having a passed away spouse, I'm sure what they're feeling too is they didn't think that they would ever feel that way again. Right. Exactly feel that way and so to finally be hit with that and feel like you actually have a chance to be happy and in love again like that's it's so raw and I just I love being able to see that and I think even when people are getting sent home this season compared to the normal bachelor they have opened themselves up in a way that's going to benefit them more than I think anything else would totally like I, they know that, okay, if I was able to do that, I can get out there now. Like I can be confident in myself. I can, I deserve this because I went through this. Like, I think every girl that has been on the Golden Bachelor is going to have major benefits to their lives after the show. That is a really good point. I really never thought of that, but it does seem very true because they can probably be like, okay, I'm 65, 70, whatever. And I dated one man with all these other women and I still could do it and get something like feel something. So if I could do that, I certainly can be one-on-one -on -one with a man that I'm just taking yeah. him and that's it. You know, I feel that with Sandra, like majorly with Sandra. I think she was never going to put herself in a position to be out there and be the one to pursue. And I think after her experience with the bachelor, I think she's going to be able to do something like that. Totally. Now, the one thing that, I, and I don't, maybe, maybe it's just me and my very um, particular way of like analyzing every part of the show that I was a, li a little like, okay, this feels produced to me is the whole thing. And I talk about this all the time with regular bachelor, how I think it's so silly, how it's like, there's these love steps. So like, and one of them involves first 
saying I'm falling in love with you and then saying I love you, which I think is, in my opinion, at least in my day, was not a relatable thing because I don't think that those are real life steps that occur. I don't think that most people when they're dating someone go, okay, first I have to tell them I'm falling in love with them. Yeah. Then I can tell them that I'm going to be in love with them. So these the, specifically on this show, like three different women acknowledged that they wanted to tell Gary they were falling in love with him. And I was like, okay, especially their generations, that was not a thing. Like I felt like that was definitely a component that the producers are like, okay, look, this is just part of the show. So before you, even if you feel like you're in love with Gary, we need you to first tell him that you're falling in love with him. Like, did you notice that? Or is that just me? I I thought that was weird. You know, I, I like your view on that. I kind of always viewed it as they're pressured to share their feelings. And when it gets down to, Hey, we're going to have hometown. They're like, Oh, and it hits them like I could be sent home and they might not be ready to say I love you because that's so scary and so soon, but they still feel like they need to get their point across in a certain way. So they say I'm falling for you. But yeah, I, I definitely see your view, too. Yeah, well, and it could. Well, that's true. And that's actually a combination probably of the two. I would say your your point of view and mine where I they know. you're right. You're right. that, And especially with these women that they might even have. um like verbalize that to producers like, well, I don't, I can't, I don't know if I want to tell him I love him yet. And so they may have been like, okay, well on the bachelor, (laughs) we do this. We say I'm falling in love. So at least he can tell you that. So that's true. It could be a little bit of both. I would be curious to find out though. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's so, especially in the regular bachelors, like it's so apparent that, that, that the, the people that are participants know that that's how it works that you have to say i'm falling in love first and then i think rarely rarely do you ever see someone jumping from just saying like um oh you know you're so great you really mean a lot to me to all of a sudden two weeks later just saying i love you without that middle step of falling in love with you because right in real life did you do that with your husband did you first say i'm falling in love with you and then say i love you i mean i'm sure some people do but i don't think that's a standard thing just really depends like i don't know i yeah that's a good point I just thought that was funny. I noticed that. And that was like the only thing that I was like, okay, this is very bachelor. Not that that matters because it it is what it is. But I just happened to notice that on this thing. I also want to ask you if you noticed that little conversation when he was with Leslie, it was the same at the same time when um, she cried about the cheating thing. But Mm -hmm. right right when they initially started talking, they had the one-on-one last week and they drove they were on ATVs, but, but, um, Gary said to her, like they referenced that date and he was like, you know what? Um, I, I had bruises a lot in really odd places. (laughs) I was like, and, and he was like, she was like, yeah, so did I. And, and I'm assuming he meant like his groin area because of the ATVs. Is that what, is that how you took it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because my husband and I, one year we went on like a bike, like an e-bike thing. We, I don't even remember how far we drove the next day I was dying. Like same thing, bruises and places I didn't want bruises to be. 
so I, when he said that, I was like, I know. That, I know. Miranda, that's so funny you say that because just the last time I went to New York with Allie, she wanted me to go because she does spin classes. I've never done a spin class before, ever, ever, ever. And so I went to a spin class with her and I telling you the next day, the exact same thing. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. It but, does. But what really cracked me up was I... I'm assuming she was kidding, but when he said that, she agreed with it. And then she goes, well, you told me to squeeze. So I was squeezing. <laughs> Did you hear? <laughs> Did you hear her say no. that? <laughs> I, was like, I was dying laughing because I was oh like, I just thought that was the funniest thing. And obviously she was like playing into that. But I just thought that was so funny when that she said, and I was surprised they left that in the edit too. <laughs> You told me to squeeze, so I was squeezing, and I was, and I couldn't decide was she making a joke about like a, a sexual advance joke, or was she, if what did she actually mean that when she was on the ATV that he told her to like yeah. maybe like squeeze her legs so she would feel safer on the ATV? I don't know which one it was, but either way, <laughs> my mind went there, and I was dying laughing. <laughs> Funny. Okay, so. Let's move on to Bachelor in Paradise. However, tell me who you think will win. Oh, Teresa. Teresa? Really? Genuinely. Okay, she's weird. And Gary's really, like, quirky weird. And I feel like they vibe really well together. Yeah, I... I don't know why. I just, like, I don't know. I was shocked at first when Susan went home. You know, everybody gets sent home and that she got a rose. I was like, oh really like and then as soon as that decision was made that's when I made my decision it's going to be her otherwise okay. it was all right so my angle is that I think it's good I don't disagree with you but the only th and I did I have to say I really did think she was maybe going to but on this episode when when she was telling Gary that she was falling in love with him um and they had that little conversation on the bench I felt like his reaction to her saying that wasn't what I expect. I thought he'd be more embracing of that. And and not that he wasn't because he was totally Gary, but I just felt like I expected more. And so that's what made me think that I think it is going to be faith. I don't know. I'm just going to, that's, yeah. I'm throwing it out there. Faith seems like a really safe choice. Yeah. I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Teresa who Gary said his, like her personality reminded him of his wife. Was that her? Like, no, he I think, I think that was, um, Oh shoot. I can't maybe I, I had in my head that it was. So maybe that's why I thought right away that it was Teresa. I can't, I mean, I, I it might be because I felt like it was someone else, but I can't think who else it would have been. I know he told, no, I think that was um, Natasha, the the uh, wasn't it the the black woman who was so funny about she was saying that the that you needed to put chairs down during yeah. the rose ceremony wasn't it her? I think you're right. I think you are right. I mean, he definitely has given definitely vibes to Teresa. That I mean, on their one on one date at that little diner, they really seemed to connect on a. Yeah high level so it's hard it really could be any of the three I mean really I wouldn't be 
it, and I don't really care. They all are super I know. That's, that's the hard good thing, matches for them. Um, okay, so you're going to go with Teresa. I'm going to go with Faith. So yeah. we'll see how. Now, I'm also assuming that they're going to have a women tell all. I hope because I think that will also be the most entertaining women tell all because it will probably be one women tell all where they're not just screaming at each other. Yeah. They're probably all going to be catching up. Yes. I think it'll be amazing. I, anyway, I'm anxious to see that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now also just to warn you, this recording on this, like I'm doing now, it cuts out after an hour. So when I approach an hour, I'm going to just end it and send you a new link. Okay. We're at 47 minutes now. Okay. Bachelor in Paradise. Holy hell. (laughs) Now, I will say that this episode by far has been the best episode of Bachelor in Paradise of this season. Um, I enjoyed this, this episode quite a bit more than I have especially the first three. The first three were absolute torture for me to get through. Like I almost just turned it off. Okay. That's what I, I'm struggling with. I'm into episode three. Okay. So I- honestly, you like <laughs> fast forward because last week's episode four was a little better, but this episode, the episode five by far was a much better episode. And I think it's because they focused on totally different people okay. in this episode. So did you not watch this week's? I didn't watch this week's yet. No. Okay. So let me, t- first of all, where are you? Let's see what happened in episode three. Do we still have, have we started the, did you, did, was the poop drama started yet? No. Oh God. But I Wait. am update on that via TikTok. It it was torture, Miranda. I mean, I, I, I was know it just because I've basically seen that full episode just because of TikTok. I <laughs> <laughs> I first of all, I think it, it's so below the bar to folk have a complete storyline about poop. And I don't even and first of all, I am not one, and maybe this is most women, but I don't find poop and fart humor funny like at all ever no. I don't it's just not humorous to me whatsoever I like feel like that's a man's humor for some reason but I, I already don't think that that's funny ever but then when you make a whole plot line of it on on Bachelor in Paradise I'm like especially the turtle graphic yeah I was just, that it's I, if I was on that episode I would never leave my house <laughs> I know <laughs> God bless her. God bless her. And how painful, like how genuinely uncomfortable you must be already. And then to be getting filmed and everybody be talking about it. Like that's mortifying. Is it not mortifying? And don't you think that like, first of all, and to just make it worse for her, she was also a night one -er. like she went home night one on Zach's season. No one knew her to begin with. And now everyone only knows her as like the poop girl. Like what the hell? Oh God. I hate it. (laughs) She better get like some very lucrative sponsorships by, I don't know, x Lax or something to get like (laughs) makeup for, I don't know something. That poor woman. (laughs) Because I kind of, before, before that whole thing started, she was the one person where, where, you know, I didn't know who she was, but I kind of, 
was getting to like her. She seemed like, I don't know, halfway normal. I, I just, I don't know. I kind of liked her. Okay. I wouldn't have mind seeing her progress through the, through the show. Um, but now she, so I don't, you know, not to spoil it for you or anything, but she does have to go off the show. I did Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you on this episode, this is one of the things that made it better for me. And, um, is that a new girl comes down and you don't mind spoilers, do you? No, I've pretty much seen all of the spoilers. Um, because okay, of- <laughs> so this woman comes down and 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 like Jesse's waiting for her. She's a new girl, and obviously everyone watching is going, "Who is this?" Well, it's a girl that was on Bachelor in Paradise, Canada. Yep, and I, she, okay. So if if they're gonna make Bachelor in Paradise be full of drama and like like cattiness and stuff like that. I I just realized that's what they're going to do. So I'm trying to like make my mind okay with it. It's not going to be golden bachelor. It's just what they're going to do. I really like her name is Sam as well. This new bachelor from or something. I don't even know her last name. And it was, it was so funny when she came down the steps, like no one knew who she was. And I don't, I don't know why I was like, why isn't everybody saying, who are you? (laughs) Nobody was. And finally someone was like, oh, have you been to the beach? Have you been to paradise before? Like just trying to figure out who she was. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I was, but I was on Bachelor in Paradise Canada. And they were all like, oh, but she's 30, she's 34 and she there's just something about her personality. Again, I just think the older you get, the more you, they're not catty or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she like, she makes it clear. She wants to kind of like razz things up. So a lot of times I'd kind of be like, Oh God, this is going to be annoying. But for some reason, the way that she does it, I like her. And I also get her humor and like her humor. So I like, I like her. I'm anxious to see if you like her because, because I think she's added something to the show. I also like her hair. I want to see if you like her hair too. I Um, do like it. I think it's beautiful. It's like that long wavy. Love it. That's see, that's the length I want my hair, Miranda. That's how long I (laughs) grow my hair. Oh, (laughs) I do think it's growing by the way. I still think it is growing pretty well. So next time you see me, you'll probably be like, wow. That's, That's really long. <laughs> um, anyway, I liked her. I also think that these first three episodes, they are doing Rachel very dirty. Yeah. Because she's getting zero airtime on those first three episodes. I just, I don't know. Did you notice that? I think because she's the only one that's like not drama. Everybody has been a part of big drama. I think so too. But I, I still. Settled it in right so that then you can start to like them which I don't know I don't like the tactics that that you're using right now I just it's really hard to like anybody totally and I can I mean I I completely I'm anxious to see you'll have to text me when you get to episode five because if you get to episode five but if you do to let me know if you agree with me um how do you like what is your opinion of Olivia (sighs) Ugh. I don't know. I, she's too much. And I hate to say too much because I don't like that phrase, 
But I, I think it's like too much in a false sense. I think she's really, really trying to get out there and be loud and proud and like, I don't know. It's just there's oh. something about her that puts me off. Me too. I'm so glad you said that because I've heard a lot of comments that people think she really adds to the show and that she's funny, but she's also too much for me. I don't know. I, it I don't care for. I don't know. She doesn't feel like she's putting her genuine personality out there. It feels like she's putting what she wants people to see. Totally. And like, that's why I don't like the phrase too much. Like there's plenty, I've been told I'm too much and I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> I struggle. Well, her, Sean, I cannot stand Sean. Oh my God. Okay. I, so an, like, this is a, so I, okay. First of all, you don't, he, and he said that on this episode, but I know they've referenced it on these, on these first three episodes. First of all, you do not, he keeps talking about how he looks like a Ken doll. You don't look like a Ken doll. You look like the Prince from Shrek. So get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's two different people. You oh are God. not a Kendall. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I, I, I know. He's one it's of so annoying. I just, he knows that he looks pretty, but he thinks that everybody's obsessed with him. And that is what makes you ugly. Totally. And that it's, is like, Jordan and I were actually, well, I think he was just listening to me talk to him about it. But he agreed <laughs> that, um, you know, like Brooklyn, for example, or I would, I would say, yeah, Brooklyn and Olivia both, when they get nasty, they immediately look ugly. Yeah. And they're both, they're beautiful women, but the second they talked, they immediately turned ugly. No, I, I, I know and what you mean. Oh, no, it does not matter how beautiful you are. If you are ugly on the inside, people see it. I think that that's a conversation you and I have had when I've been there yeah. with you do my hair is that that is such a thing where people that when you, before you know them and you look at them and you think, oh my God, they are just gorgeous. Like she, but then you get to know the personality and you're like, okay, not pretty anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. It's such a thing. And then it works in the reverse too. Someone who you like wouldn't necessarily be like, oh my gosh, they're drop dead gorgeous, but you get to know their personality and you're like, just kind of like, honestly, kind of like Susan, like, you know, yes. like. Like, I think whatever, maybe a couple, some of a few of the other women are like better to, I mean, she's pretty, she totally is. But once you got to know Susan's personality on the show, I just loved her. Well, and you Susan's know? not your stereotypical pretty. Right. And it's nice to see real people just, and not a generalized pretty. Everybody had their own unique abilities and own, own unique looks that made them pretty and yeah, when they, and I think that's why, again, like Golden Bachelor, because they seem so authentic, they're letting themselves be seen. Totally. And I so agree. they become these beautiful women where, I don't know, that's why I'm struggling with Bachelor in Paradise because they start talking and I'm like, ew. I know. Ew. <laughs> it, it's like you don't, but I want to, uh, that's another reason why I like Sam, the new Sam. Because when she, so she's 34 and Sean's only like, I don't know, 25 or 24 or something like that. And the girl, the women have the roses on this show. And she literally comes down the same night as a rose ceremony, which I think is very strange. But so she barely gets time to get to know the men to be able to pick one to give a rose to. But obviously, so Sean and this kind of spoils stuff too, but Sean is no longer with uh, Rachel by episode five. And so he doesn't have a rose, a guaranteed rose. 
So he is desperate to get a rose. So when Sam comes down, he starts trying to hit on her and be like, oh, I totally think I can see us together. And she's like, how old are you? And he's like, whatever, 24. And she's like, she says something like, your your um, cranial cortex is not even meshed together yet <laughs> or something like that. And then in her ITM, she's like pretending like she looks like she's holding a baby. And she's like, oh, little Sean. Oh, you're so cute. Like, oh it's God. really, it's humorous. And I think like, that's the kind of humor that um, I mean when I'm talking about her. Cause she, I don't know. She's just funny. Um, that's actually a real thing too. Like I recently read something or saw something online that said like in women and in men, there's specific ages where they're like, some part of their brain finally gets fully developed within their late 20s yeah and I I will say like the person I am now compared to even the person I was like two years ago I definitely feel like something's clicked or (laughs) (laughs) well I do think it's even more so in men I really do oh my gosh yeah like hey I'm going to have to stop and send you a new link because I'm about to run into an hour okay be right back okay Okay, we're back. That hour really sneaks up on you. I know. It, that is weird. <laughs> it is weird. Um, okay, so Sean. Yes. But yes, that is a true thing. And But but the way she handles him is like perfect because it totally puts him in his place. And I don't think anybody on the beach has done that so far. I don't think anybody ever's done that to him. That's true. Good point. I agree. But if you want me, do you want the spoiler on him? Oh, I would love it. Okay. So he, he kind of does Rachel dirty and it's really funny. This happens on the last episode. So he like indicates that he's not really like super into Rachel and that he would like to, for some, like to be open to somebody else. He tells somebody that. I could totally see that when they were interacting with each other. Yes. But he also says to this person, again, I can't remember who it is. He also says, but Rachel like seems so into me that I hate to like, I don't want to be mean. So (laughs) he, he indicates that he's kind of into Jess who is with Blake Yeah, and Jet. And so Jess and he pulls Jess and talk goes to talk to her. And when Rachel sees that, that's what it was. He Jet and also Jess is Jess like didn't seem to no. like him. Yeah. No, she doesn't. And it's so funny because she okay, I'll take that back. Jess is actually the first one to put him in his place, but she does it in such a freaking nice way that it almost is like it, it's hard to watch because she's almost being too nice about it. But but he does get it that she's like, no. Well, but anyway, yeah. Rachel sees them talking and, and she's like, what the hell's going on? And someone tells her that like, oh yeah, Sean told me that you're really into him. And she's like, what? <laughs> she gets so, she's not even offended by the fact that he's going to talk to Jess. She's more offended that he said she's so into him. She's like, oh, that is not <laughs> And so she totally goes off on him and they have this big argument. And um, th- have you seen the truth box yet? Has that happened? No. Okay. Well, that's to come yet too, which is so freaking stupid and weird. But anyway, um, it comes out that someone's like, oh yeah, I'd love to see Brayden and Rachel make out. And so they go, Brayden's like, hey, you want to go make out? And she's like, sure. Yep. I it's- did see that on TikTok. That's right. Okay. Okay. So they're together now and they have a date 
that's another thing they find. So finally, because Rachel and Brayden are together and I don't know about you, but I love Brayden. Okay. At first I hated Brayden, but I really, it's, it's his outfits. They're things that I would wear. (laughs) (laughs) I, I do like him just because he's like weird. I love it. Yes. And And I I do think, I do think he's trying. hundred percent. I'll be honest. He, on the last season, he was the villain clearly, but I, he was the kind of villain that I loved to hate. Like, yeah, I secretly like liked him because I thought he was so entertaining. He was funny. Totally. Nobody was vibing with that funny. So it made them even more angry at him. And he doesn't, I don't think he cares. No, that's exactly so that's like right. Why he was like, whatever, I'll be a villain. Like, exactly. <laughs> that's like spot that. on. Yeah. I totally. thought it was funny. So and I think those... it's because he, he owns it up. Like he, he's like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll be that way. Exactly. And this yeah, season that's... he's like, yeah, I'm not with it. I, that's not my vibe. And so he's fine with just kind of doing his own thing. Like he still is not looking for this, like, I don't know attention he doesn't need to be validated by anybody. validated yes exactly yeah I I do I love him and I think that the producers love him as well because he gets quite a bit of screen time just for being him you know yeah. and so finally because Rachel is not with Sean anymore I think and now she and Brayden are together she like on this episode she and Brayden get a date and mm. it's really cute because you're also getting to see Rachel's personality. So, so you know how sometimes they'll give date cards to people, not that even come down the steps, they just hand a date card out to someone yeah. just so that they're in their couple they're who they're with can have a date. So she, and I probably won't convey it funny, but she, they're together so she gives him the rose this same night she breaks up with Sean and doesn't give Sean the rose she gives Brayden the rose so they're together for like a day or so and she gets a date card and like she does this whole like cute thing where she walks up to where everybody's sitting and she's like hey guys I got a date card and she's like and I know it's really hard it's been really great getting to know all of you and I just it's been so hard to try and figure out who to ask <laughs> but Brayden would you like to go on a date with me and he he goes oh my god oh my god I can't believe you're asking me oh, cute. <laughs> they, they make it this whole cute thing and I just think it's so it's so endearing but they have so much fun on their date that it is the most fun thing to watch ever. Like, I love it. So that was another thing that made this episode better because it was actually like fun and not drama and not, it was just, it was was a much better episode. Um, Yeah. That was like the, I just don't like Kylie. Me either. It's just drama is like being absorbed into her. She's like, I don't want to be with drama, but I'm going to create a love triangle immediately exactly girl what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) well and you know that she wanted to create a love triangle because she knew that would get her airtime yeah and I just yeah she is like in it like she's saying that um she wanted what's his face um who kept messaging her on Instagram then go to him yeah you want him so bad don't get on the show (laughs) like so stupid it is so and and I think that's the big difference too between like this show and Golden Bachelor 2 is it's so clear that that this group is here to get more fame and Instagram followers and TikTok followers and everything 
And that the women on The Golden Bachelor don't give a crap about that. Yes. I mean, they don't give a crap about that at all. No, not at all. I think, yeah, that's, and it makes such a big difference. Like, I totally agree that they did Bachelor in Paradise dirty by <laughs> doing it totally. right after. No, they, they completely did. And I, and I bet you that they learned their lesson with that, really, because I've that heard is, that. That is genuinely the only reason I didn't tune in this season, like, right yeah. away. Because I was like, no, I, it's drama too much, you. And also, it makes three hours of Bachelor that you have to sit down and watch every yeah. Thursday. I mean, if you want to, if you do want to watch them all, no one, I mean, very few people except for me are going to tune in for all three of them. <laughs> I, I mean, all three hours. Um, another thing to let you know is that Kylie is going to be getting less airtime. So if that makes you feel better going okay. into the next episode, it's good. But also, Kat is going to start. She got, she goes, crazy like you know the whole thing that we're talking about how when you're pretty and then you get an ugly personality that is gonna that happens weird. with cat she Ew. well she's gonna get mean too so you won't like her by episode five either like she's just goes um cat carter or cat uh oh is cat carter still on yeah no she's she'll be going home i think probably at the end of whatever episode you're on she i must goes be home. it must be at the end of episode three because i didn't finish it Okay, so oh. her and her and Brooklyn are going home, and there's also okay. one other person that goes home. But the cat, the cat, Ezo or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. her. I don't, I don't know. She is just, I, I don't know. She doesn't seem like she wants to be there. There is a love triangle. It involves a love triangle. Okay, but also she. Ugh, talk about being not self-aware oh my god so that that becomes a whole plot line as well yes. so so there's that coming up um and I she's just a bit crazy I don't like to call anybody crazy because yeah. I get I think that's also not a very good way to identify people as but she kind of goes crazy so yeah. I'll be what do we even is it unstable or like I don't know she goes she goes off like s people try to point out that maybe she didn't handle a certain situation properly oh, yeah. and she like goes off because she won't hear criticism so everyone else is stupid and she's right and she oh, and yeah. her itms like just goes off and like in that way Ew. so it <laughs> i would also... like to see at the end of this like, can Blake just have somebody? Oh, I agree. Ugh. And that is actually Blake's storyline with Jess is a cliffhanger on this season five, on say season five, mm -hmm. episode five. And, and, and it's regarding that. So this makes um, me so sad. Like how brave of you to be able to go through that many times and still <laughs> be willing to come back. I know. I am go go Blake. <laughs> I agree. And, thing. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest, the first like I wasn't a big Blake fan, like like when whatever whoever Claire season or whatever. I, I don't know. I mean I didn't dislike him, but I was just like, eh, whatever. But on Bachelor in Paradise, I really am like go Blake. I hope no. find somebody. I he is and, so like, sweet. In animal conservation. Yeah. Get out of here. That is so nice. Like, why? What is wrong? What's going on with you that you can't? 
there was part of me that was hoping he and Rachel would get together. I kind of feel like they would vibe. Yeah, they definitely would, I think. Now, he's in his, isn't he 30-something? Um, Blake? Yeah. I think, gosh, maybe. I, if he is, I'm just, this is happening. This hasn't happened yet. So I have no idea if this, if this does happen, but just thinking now this new Sam that came in is like 34. I actually think maybe oh. they would be a good couple. Cause they could totally. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that will happen. I kind of hope it does. does we'll Canada see. have a bachelor in paradise. Yes. That had season two. They just, do you know, um, did you watch way back during Juan Pablo season? No, that is the one I did not watch. Okay. Well, there was a girl on Juan Pablo season who was an opera singer. Her name was Charlene Joint. And she and her now husband, who is not Bachelor at all, have a podcast called Dear Shandy, where they do Bachelor recaps. And I love, love, love her. Anyway, she is the host of it. Gotcha. Of the bachelor, and they just did episode. I mean, uh, season two. Not just. I think it ended like um, the viewing of it ended like a couple months ago or something like that. Okay. So I, Sam is from season two of Bachelor and or the Bachelor in Canada, right? I don't know. I, I, I they don't say that. They just say she's from Bachelor in Paradise season two. So I didn't know which Bachelor she was on. Oh, okay. But obviously, was she? Did she go far in The Bachelor? I don't remember. I don't think so. Maybe it was Bachelor in Paradise Canada. I couldn't remember if it was one or the other. Because yeah. um, I had just seen, you know, the clips and stuff. Like I said on TikTok, and then I was, of course, down a rabbit hole for a little bit. Right. Per usual, <laughs> two TikTok hours does. later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, th- I think that's another thing with Bachelor in Paradise that I. And maybe it's just the progression of the show in general, but used to when you had, when, when they had people come on to bachelor in paradise, they were all like big names. Like you recognized everybody, everybody like went far in their season and it was almost like an all-star cast. And now it seems like, I don't know if it's that the people that all the, are the all-stars are like, no, I'm not doing that. Or what? But it seems like now it's all the like B and C listers of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. No, don't I you think the men? I was like, who is Will? Who is Aaron? I don't remember them. Yeah. Avon. It was fuzzy. Like I just I couldn't pin. Like I had to watch exactly where they were from and like even the scenes that they were referring them to. I, I, I weird. really, Rachel by far is the, the most, and Blake, and Blake, yeah. they, were, they were the most known ones. I mean, I, I mean, I, obviously I recognize some of them, but none of them were like the hard hitters like right. they used to have. I mean, I don't know. I, it's just go, and, and maybe that is again, just a result of the whole franchise starting to like, just jump the shark and not you know, people just aren't as invested as they used to be. I don't know. Right. Now they need golden bachelor in paradise. Totally. You know, somebody, (laughs) when somebody had the idea on another podcast I listened to is not to have a golden bachelor in paradise, but to mix in the golden people with the regular (gasps) people. I love that. (laughs) Wouldn't that be kind of cool? That would be so fun. I mean, it, it, they wouldn't even have to like necessarily hook up with each other, like no. the young and the old, but they could have like the older people be like 
the the calm advising wise type yeah. you know like you have five um women or six women three are older and three are younger and then same thing with the men so that everybody can give each other advice yeah i think that would be amazing i think it would be fun maybe they'll do that and yeah to create like the friendships between those age gaps i think that would be a really good show i do too i think it's kind of i think they're onto something there if they would do that i really do it might also give it might also give just like the golden bachelor got like this great viewership and ratings it might give a boost to bachelor in paradise ratings cuz it's something totally new and different yeah i'm wondering if they're waiting to see if the ratings are staying as strong throughout the entire season and that people aren't just tuning in out of curiosity yeah true but i, I have a lot of people i know say that they are fully tuned in this season and they haven't been for years Totally. And I heard, I don't know, I haven't heard about this latest episode, but still on episode four were some of the highest ratings that even ABC in general is seeing at all right now. Wow. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, not that that couldn't also like die off. I mean, honestly, it's the first time it's ever going to happen. So it's probably going to get higher ratings in general, but I think that it's because I mean, obviously not just because it's new. I think it's actually because people are actually invested in these people. You know, yeah. the other thing, the other thing I think, and I don't know how they're doing it, but to be honest, and it's only an hour, which I think they've also proven that they can fit this show in an hour and it'd be effective. So I think they should do that with everything because two hours is a lot to invest in a yeah, regular okay. show. After about an hour, I am grabbing my phone and not paying attention. Right. And I think like, that's most I, people. Yeah. And somehow, even with it only being an hour, I still feel like they have allowed me to get to know these women somehow way more than I knew the women on Zach season or the men on charity season. Like, no, I, I can't wait for hometowns. And I think it's so raw to, I feel like it's going to be different or hit different when it's your kids. I mean, if your parent says like, um, you know, oh, that's my daughter. I'll love her decision anyways. If your kid doesn't like you, you're done. True. <laughs> like, no, if true. they're like, no, mom, I do not like this guy. You're going to listen to your kids, right? I think so, too. I mean, they're your kids. Yeah, that's one thing Jordan and I were discussing yesterday, like just how different they have made this. And I am like stoked for hometowns. Yeah, me too. I totally am. But I also want to see what the hell they do for fantasy suites. <laughs> oh, my God. No. I mean, again, like old people have sex. So, you know, I, I sure hope they still have it. I mean, they should, shouldn't take that away, you know? Yeah. That would be, oh, I would be so curious. I, I'll bet you the finale of it is going to have some of the highest ratings, you know, like oh, I bet the yeah. finale have some of the highest ratings of the whole season because everyone will want to see who he picks. Absolutely. Like, I am dying to know. I am too. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let's see. Now, now I ha you don't know about this, but I'm going to rapid fire you with some random questions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprising you. Um, so they're not Bachelor related. These are just, and they're not hard, but it's just going to be either or questions. Okay. Okay. So, but, but before we, before we do this, do you have any final thoughts or comments about any of the bachelor stuff? Um, no, but I would like to make a suggestion. I would love to start hearing you recap love is blind. Oh, 
Okay. So that's me raising my hand. Hey, big <laughs> suggestion. Cause I have, I know we have such a similar mindset when it comes to these shows. Yeah. I would love to hear your opinion on those. Okay. Well, I, I love that. Uh, I love that. And I am, have you finished the season, this newest season? Yeah. yeah. yeah me too. And well, see, that's a whole nother topic. We should probably, maybe no. I should have you come on again and we just talk about the whole season. That would be really fun. Okay. I have I'll try to. <laughs> I, I do too. I do too. It was good. I liked it. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So you ready for your rapid fire? Yes. Okay. All right. So tis the season. Um, pumpkin spice or no pumpkin spice? Oh, pumpkin spice. Yes. Okay. Halloween or Christmas? Ooh. Um, I would say I'll go. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I really love Halloween. It's one of my favorites, but I'll go with Christmas because it's more cozy. Okay. So staying with the Halloween theme, I'm going to give you a set, a little set of different costumes. Which one are you more likely to wear? Okay. 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 Michael Myers or a sexy nurse? Michael Myers. A clown or a zombie? Zombie. A superhero or a Disney princess? Disney princess. A cowgirl or a hippie? Oh. A hippie. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. A witch or an angel? A witch. Okay. <laughs> I guess all those. I knew that you would pick oh, all those. That. Um, okay. This now we're now now we're off the Halloween. Um okay. regular Doritos or Cool Ranch? Oh. Regular Doritos dipped in nacho cheese sauce. Oh, really? Super yummy. Okay. <laughs> um, chocolate chip cookies or peanut butter cookies? Chocolate chip. Um, pizza or a hamburger? Pizza. French fries or baked potato? Baked potato. Mascara or lipstick? Ooh, lipstick. Okay. Spring or fall? Fall. Me too. Free travel forever or free food forever? Ooh, free travel. (laughs) Me too. Um, summer wardrobe or winter wardrobe? Oh, summer wardrobe. Okay. Sweaters or jackets? Sweaters. Pants or skirts? Uh, skirts. Okay. Boots or sneakers? Boots. And then bachelor or bachelorette? Oh, <laughs> geez. Um, I'll go bachelor. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one is which sex in the city character are you? Carrie. All right. You are totally a Carrie for sure. My closet says Carrie. Oh, <laughs> is that your cardio too? Yeah. Shopping? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. The amount of shoes I have, like growing up watching Sex in the City, like that was, I idolized her. I thought she was amazing. And that was like our first conversation. Yep. It My was. Question to you was, have you seen Sex in the City? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. Instant Let's talk. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much for oh being God. on and, and co-hosting with me. I love I love co-hosting with you. You always have good perspective. Um, so I will get with you because I'm not going to be I won't be to see you till December. So I will get with you. I might wait until the bachelor. That's going to be too long. I was going to say I was going to wait till the bachelor is over before we do a love is blind recap. But then I'm afraid I'll forget what happened in love is blind. True. So let me think about that and I'll get with you. I'll text you when I'm super up to date on 
um, not only the ultimatum, because I still need to finish that, but also Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, sounds good. And where we're at. (laughs) And then maybe we can, if you are up to date by the time, because I'm assuming that they're going to have them both end at the same time, I'm thinking. So maybe we can also recap the finale. Oh, that'd be perfect. Okay, sounds good. We'll, We'll be in touch. Awesome. All right. Have a good day. (laughs) You too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So thank you for tuning in for my recap with Miranda. I always love chatting with Miranda about uh, anything really TV in general. I mean, she's also a sex in the city watcher. So like we're like two peas in a pod. So um, love her perspectives and Sounds like I'm going to be doing a recap of Love is Blind with her coming up. So love that. Um, As usual, I encourage you to go and give me five-star review. I mean, rating, review it, hit subscribe, hit follow on whatever platform you listen to. I very much appreciate it. Every single one of them. And um, as usual, I'm ending with a Bible verse. So this week's Bible verse is John 3, verse 17. And it is God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. So thank you all for tuning in. And I will talk to you again next week, hopefully with another co-host. Bye.